Hello, and welcome to Catholicism in the Car. My name is Parker Zerbal. Today I'd like to talk about something that's been on my mind for a little while. Uh, I recently wrote a blog post on this, um, and also have just been continually struck by YouTube videos made by Dr. Gavin Orland with the YouTube channel Truth Unites. He is a Baptist uh, pastor. Um, He has a doctorate in historical theology. Um, And he makes a lot of videos about giving Protestants a historical background for their faith. Now, I find this so edifying uh, in light of the famous or infamous, whichever side you come to this on, uh, quote of St. John Henry Newman. Newman says, to be steeped in history is to cease to be Protestant. Now, I think, you know, oftentimes this this quote is taken out of context. Um, It's used for things that aren't necessarily useful. Um, But in in its normal polemical sense on the Catholic side, I, I've generally taken this statement as true. And to a certain stand, extent, I I still do. I, I'm still a very convicted Catholic. Um, you know, if, if Catholicism ended up not being true, Eastern Orthodoxy would definitely be the way I would go, or Oriental Orthodoxy. Um, you know, Protestantism would be pretty far down on my list. However, uh, Dr. Ortland's videos have, have given me pause and have made me think much more, much, much more deeply about how Protestants understand themselves. Or <laughs> maybe a lot of Protestants don't even understand themselves in this way, but it's kind of allowed me to steel man a lot of the Protestant arguments um, that I think I would I would definitely straw man, and I think a lot of Protestants straw man themselves on these issues, particularly on uh, on the historical side of things. For example, it is often alleged by Catholics and Orthodox that. Protestants did not exist until the 16th century, 1517, with Martin Luther posting his uh, 92 theses upon the church door of Wittenberg, and <clears throat> while, you know, strictly this, this certainly is true, uh, the early Protestants, at least as far as I can tell today, didn't see themselves as 
a breakaway church, they saw themselves as carrying on the time-told traditions that the church had held for millennia. And they saw the larger church, the Catholic church, as having lost its way. Um, I know particularly Missouri Synod Lutherans take this view today. Um, well, truth be told, they're the only ones that I know of for sure that, that take this view down to the present day. Uh, maybe some Anglo-Catholics would in the, in the Anglican, in Anglican denominations. Maybe some Calvinists would, uh, would, would also ascribe to this. But a lot of the later Protestants don't or, or can't in a real sense because they, they don't have a structural, organizational, or ideo ideological lineage even back to the first Protestants. Um, the Baptists, for example, which I would say compose most evangelicals, most evangelicals have a Baptist kind of bent to them. <clears throat> uh, Baptists are kind of a amalgamation of Calvinism and Zwinglianism. Uh, often, Baptists are more Calvinistic in their understanding of salvation or soteriology, but when it comes to things like sacraments, uh, well, particularly the sacrament of the Eucharist, they're more Calvinistic, or, or even more often, they're Zwinglian on this view. So, so Calvin, on, on the subject of the Eucharist, uh, believed that there was a real presence, but it was a spiritual presence, not any sort of physical bodily transubstantiated or consubstantiated presence. Zwingli, on the other hand, said it was a totally metaphorical uh, a totally metaphorical presence so it was just a metaphor now that i'm thinking about it i guess baptists are kind of amalgamation of almost every of almost every early protestant sect because they also on the question of of baptism itself you know they take they, they don't believe in baptismal regeneration and so they take more of an anabaptist view as much as Many of them would probably hate being affiliated with Anabaptists, especially the early Anabaptists. Um, and then on things like Sola Scriptura and Sola Fide, uh, they definitely take a more uh, a Lutheran stance. Um, as did, as far as I know, virtually all of the Protestant reformers uh, up until uh, John Wesley, uh, with, uh, with the Methodists. Okay. Um, I hope that this is helpful for you. Give some context and, uh, just arrived to work so we can pick this up where we left off. It's talking about, uh, Protestantism and how it, uh, relates to today, how it sees itself today and how if it understands itself historically, I think it can bolster itself much better. Mm -hmm.